Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. What up, what up, what up? What's going on, my projectors? It's been a minute since you heard from just me. I hope that you guys really um, thoroughly enjoyed the uh, interviews that I've had on the past couple weeks. I mean, when I tell y'all, like, the energy from these three young, bright, gifted individuals that I um, interviewed these past couple weeks has just been phenomenal phenomenal and I do want to thank them also so if you guys are listening T Banks Wala and Dr. Darnell Motley I want to say thank you so so very much again for agreeing to be on the show um, agreeing to share your talents and your thoughts and all of that with the projectors um, I also want to stop for a minute and uh, give thanks to all of y'all that not only are listening, but those of you that are really supporting this movement. Um, it's going to be, it's, it's definitely going to be something that's going to take the world by storm, you know, one step at a time. Um, so if you have donated, if you have purchased um, any of the merchandise, if you are just listening to this podcast, if you're, uh, you know, following me on Instagram, if you are showing me any type of support or love in any type of way, I just want to say thank you so very, very much. Um, I also want to thank the people that are not showing me love and um, that are, you know, kind of being a little negative. Thank you also because your negative attention is still attention. <laughs> but anywho, <clears throat> excuse me, I promised a while ago, right, that I was going to do a, a show about uh, coming out. Oh man, right? So my my coming out story, and and I am gonna give you that. I'm gonna give you that, but it's just so weird because you know I listen to all these other people's uh, coming out stories and stuff that they, you know, have been through, gone through, whatever. And I'm just like, man, you had to be so brave and so courageous to do this, and it was something that was probably very dramatic, and you know their parents had these long speeches, and you know just elaborate coming out stories right so i listen to this stuff and i'm just like dang mine wasn't nearly as important well i won't say as important mine's you know everybody's coming out story is important but i'm like mine wasn't nearly as dramatic it wasn't nearly as as heart wrenched and you know mine was simple so uh for those of you that say like you can't be born gay. You can't be born gay. I say to you, nay. Nay, I say to you. No. Um, I have known since I was, I don't know, knee high to a grasshopper. Ain't, ain't that what the elders say? Um, that I have liked women, right? I've always, I've always loved women. I've always felt that women were attractive. Um, you know, around the age that teenagers 
start feeling themselves, you know, hitting puberty and start looking at the opposite sex and all that other stuff. I was looking at the same sex and I was like, dang, man, is something wrong with me? And honestly, just from the way that I was raised and I know that a lot of people are raised, you know, you don't, you're not really raised around a lot of gay people. Nobody really ever talks about it. It's just kind of something that's taboo, right? Like the people that are gay in your family, they just kind of get shunned and nobody really talks about them or they tell, you know, uh, little kids to stay away from them because they a little touched, you know what I'm saying? And then nobody really bothers with that family member. As a child, you don't know what's going on. You know, why am I supposed to stay away from uncle such and such or aunt such and such? You never really know what's going on. So um, I was never really around uh, a lot of gay people. Um, my mom has a good friend that happens to be a lesbian. Um, and if you're listening, hello, good friend that happens to be a lesbian. <laughs> but at that age, you know, I didn't know nothing about none of that. You know what I'm saying? So, um, when we used to like play house and stuff, you know, when you're kids, you play in house and everything else and you, uh, kind of take on these roles right so you have a mommy and you have a daddy and you have the kids and a dog and everything you know the little american dream or what they claim is the american dream right so whenever we would play house for some odd reason i was always the daddy and no it was not done on purpose however i didn't mind it um but you know but it was just something that was always just in me right so um I, growing up, when my friends were having, you know, uh, experiences with boys and stuff like that, and I don't mean experiences like sex, like I wasn't, you know, a teenager hanging around all these whores, it wasn't like that, um, experiences like, uh, you know, just liking the opposite sex and holding hands and kissing and touching and, you know, not even touching, because <clears throat> my friends were not whores, but... Uh, I'll reiterate, my friends were not whores. If your friends, if my friends are listening, you were not whores. Um, but when everybody was going through this phase and like everybody in our grade was, oh, he's so cute, he's so cute. I'm looking at them like, nah, you cute. So of course I was like having this kind of uh, internal battle with myself. You know, it was, is something wrong with me? Um, you know, why am I looking at girls like this? Why am I? just why right uh and you know like I said it kind of developed a sense of uh homophobia you know internal homophobia homophobia y'all heard that right boy I'd be oof anyway internal homophobia and I'm like you know this is not what I was raised like I don't know what's going on and you know you kind of get confused which is why I don't understand why now uh in society whenever it's it's somebody that's gay like in the media or something else then everybody gets all oh they're pushing the homo agenda and they're trying to make everybody gay and if you normalize uh you know people being gay then everybody's gonna be gay and let these kids have a life and let them make their own choices and da 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 bull crap right because i was raised around nothing but straight people and look where i am not straight if you didn't know but that's a whole other conversation that I'm sure we'll talk about later. But, um, cause there's no gay agenda. I mean, whatever. 
So I used to think that something was wrong with me just because I was not raised around people like that. So why was I so different, right? Um, I don't know how many people know my my full story, um, you know, kind of about who I am, but I already had a bit of a, mm, I don't know, just kind of a, a depression going on because I don't know my real father. Um, I've never met him. Uh, I've never, well, I had one conversation with him on the phone when I was younger, but that conversation was terrible. Um, it was pretty much him just telling me it's not his fault, but, um, whatever. So with me not having, uh, a father, I guess you could say, and there are, there are five, my mother has five children and everyone else had their father in their lives except for me. So I already had an issue with that when I was that that age because I'm like well what's wrong with me what is it about me that made him not want to stick around or made him not want to you know be my father so I had that going on and now all of a sudden I have this why do I like girls what's what's going on it's, you know so I'm thinking just I'm just broken all around right uh which ended up having me spiral into a depression um and uh depression was real imminent right right about the end of my life and <clears throat> I did you know contemplate suicide and uh you know it was just it was de depressing um if you want to know about my depression listen to one of my previous episodes where I kind of talked about the um suicide prevention walk um that was held on the college campus but anyway <clears throat> So I just feel like if there were more positive um, depictions of people of the LGBTQ community uh, for children, you know, children and teenagers and adolescents and whoever to see, uh, when they start feeling these feelings of uh, homosexual, you know, thoughts and tendencies and all of that, Maybe it won't be so depressing because they'll see that there are positive people in that community around and, you know, that's just my thought. But anyway, so I thought something was wrong with me. Um, and then I met this girl, right? Now, I was doing stuff that was very uh, not safe <laughs> when I was a teenager. You know, it was the, the big age of... Uh, AOL Instant Messenger, and then it came to Yahoo Messenger, and then we were just so great because we had this freaking computer that took a million years to dial up, and then you had to listen to that stupid tone, and a, you know, that crap, um, but we thought we was the shit, right? So, uh, I would go into these, like, chat rooms, because chat rooms were a thing, and I met somebody, a couple people in the chat room, um, and, you know, a couple women, I just, well, girls, I mean, because we were young then. Um, and I talked to a couple of them, you know, whatever. We talked about, you know, feelings and pretty much seeing that they were feeling some of the same things that I was feeling, right? Like, um, 
you know, it's something wrong with me because I like girls. So it was just kind of like a whole underground thing. Like we were all social lepers in these chat rooms talking to each other about how we think that girls are pretty, right? So uh, one of the girls lived probably a little more than an hour from me, right? So she wanted to meet. And, of course, me being as uh, unsafe as I was as a child, um, <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. So she came, and she, she came out to visit, and uh, we had a little date or whatever. And that's when I really realized, like, man, I really like girls. So um, my two best friends, well, you know, I have one best friend that I told everything to, right? He knew everything. So he knew uh, that I liked girls and we would go to the city together um, or to Milwaukee together, even though that was also unsafe. <laughs> we did some pretty unsafe shit. Um, and we would go and we would um, <laughs> meet these random people from the internet and, you know, have dates and stuff like that. We would do like little double dates and stuff like that. And he and I would go and um, even though, you know, sometimes his mother thought that he was just at my house or my mom thought that I was at his house or, you know, something. We were definitely not where we said we were. We were very unsafe. Um <laughs> We could have been, like, kidnapped or anything. I don't know. I can laugh about it now because I'm grown and nothing happened. But um, so he was the only one that really knew how I felt about girls. And I was terrified to tell anybody else because I'm like, somebody, you know, people are going to disown me. Somebody's going to tell my mom. She's going to put me out. Everybody's going to hate me. Like, these were all my thoughts. So for years, I kept this in. I kept it in for years, right? Um, my mother's husband was aware that uh, I liked girls. And that was pretty much it. Like, nobody else really knew. Um, <laughs> when you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. And I was just super terrified. So, eventually, um... People people started knowing, like, here and there, you know, because it would be people that I really, uh, really had connections with, you know, and I would tell them, and then, you know, we'd keep it moving about life, or they would ask a million and one questions, or whatever the case was, because, you know, having a gay friend was just like, oh my god, you know what I'm saying, like, you, you super cool because you got a gay friend, whatever, so, um, like I said, nobody really knew, and then I would tell people here and there, but whatever. And I was so scared because, like I said, my mother did not know, and I was scared to tell my mother I didn't want her to disown me or anything. So I was like, I can't tell her, I can't tell her, I can't tell her. I did not tell my mother 
that I was gay until um, I went to boot camp, actually. <laughs> so I graduated high school and I went off to the army. Now, while I was in the army, um, I, well, while I was in boot camp, it was a couple of girls that I was, talk that I, <laughs> that I was talking to when I was in boot camp. And one girl I was really into, right? This was like, she was just like, oh my God, this is who I wanted to be with. I was like, we were making plans. She was going to move and be with me and everything was going to be great. And we we're going to go off to college and we were just going to just be in love forever. Right. <laughs> Cause that's just teenage love. So she ended up telling her mother that she liked girls because I said, I can't, we can't, you know, go forward with our relationship if nobody knows that we're in a relationship. So she wrote her mother and told her mother that she liked girls, right? And her mother wrote her back and was like, okay, well, you know, that's fine. As long as she treats you well, I don't care, blah, blah, blah. So it was like one of those all type of coming out stories, right? So I was inspired. I said, you know, if you can do it, and she was from the South. Uh, she was from, from South. Uh, she was from the South. I ain't going to tell you where she was from because I don't know. If you're listening, hey, hey, girl, hey. But anyway, um, <laughs> so I went off to boot camp. She had this whole little, you know, letter you dig from her mom and her mom was just like I love you anyway da, da, da. so I got inspired and I said well I'm gonna write my mom and I'm gonna tell my mom and she was like yeah do it yeah do it so I did it and I wrote my mother a letter and I told her mom you know I like girls I don't know how you're gonna feel about it um you know I know that I was raised to you know God says the Bible says yada yada blah 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 uh but this is something that I'm you know, it's not a phase, uh, you know, because everybody thinks, oh, it's just a phase. You're just going through it. It's a phase. Um, the girl, actually, that I was so in love with, uh, it was a phase for her. Uh, she's now married with children. But anyway, so um, I was like, I got to tell my mom. So I wrote her this letter, told her I'm sorry, you know, for being a disappointment because I figured I was a disappointment, you know, and uh, all this other stuff. And told her that I like girls. I did not receive a letter back for a very long time. And I was scared, right? I'm like, oh my God, I didn't receive a letter back because, you know, whatever. So I eventually um, called my mother or, yeah, I called her. I'm trying to recall this story, guys, because... It was a while back, and my mind, my memory is just not good, you know, and I've been through a lot in life, <laughs> which I'll get to later. But I told my mother, I called her, and I was like, you know, did you get my letter? She's like, yes. And I'm like, and how'd you feel, you know, about my letter or whatever? And she was like, I got drunk. I was like, What? She said that she took some Jack Daniels and got a little fucked up. So, of course, I was just like, I didn't really know how to take it. I didn't really know how to feel, you know, just kind of left it alone. Uh, we didn't speak about it. And so when 
basic training was over and I ended up going home, it was kind of an unspoken awkwardness type of deal. And then she tells me, she's like, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. And I'm like, what? She said, I knew it. She said, it, when she when they started letting me pick out my own clothes, right? And I had this, these... <laughs> these fubu shirt shorts right long fubu shorts that went past my knees and they were baggy as hell because it was the 90s and everybody loved baggy clothes or early 2000s whenever it was that i uh, started picking up my clothes i think probably early 2000s but uh baggy fubu shorts and a fubu jersey them 05 jerseys i remember that stuff so she said that she knew it uh when i started doing that that I was gay but she was kind of in denial she then was just like you know I love you regardless you know and that was it um then I started telling everybody then it didn't really matter because as you know as long as my mother knew that's it you know that's all I needed um and uh my brother told me that I was always like a big brother to him anyway so it didn't matter um my sisters were all like okay and whatever you know nobody cared and I was very surprised about that um the only people that really cared of course my mother my grandmother oh lord uh my grandmother is very religious and uh that's all I'm gonna say about that um (laughs) um and nobody really cares. So then I started telling my friends, you know, and I had one friend, my friend Robin. Oh my gosh, I love you, Robin, to death. I love you. She was so mad at me. And I was like, why are you so upset about my truth? Like, what in the world, you know? And, and that's what I was thinking. And that's what I said to her. And she told me that she was not upset that I was gay. She was mad because I didn't tell her. And she was so upset because she's like you know we're best friends we're supposed to be better than that you're supposed to be able to tell me everything and anything but I was so scared to lose her as a friend that I did not tell her and I almost lost her as a friend because I didn't tell her you know catch 22 like a mug but oh like I said shout out to my friend Robin my girl Robin I love you so much if you're listening to this baby I love you um but yeah so I just you know pretty much told everybody um, to my boyfriend, I had a boyfriend in high school, y'all, it was the craziest thing, middle school and high school, if you're listening, my middle school and high school boyfriend, I actually had more than one boyfriend, if I really think about it, but I apologize for leading you on, even though I didn't kiss you or touch you or hug you or anything else because it grossed me out because you were a guy. It wasn't because of you. You were an amazing person. All of you. You all were amazing people. However, I just didn't want you to touch me. I'm sorry. But I love y'all. And I and I'm yeah. Sorry I wasted your time in high school. <laughs> but no, for real, seriously. Um that's pretty much my coming out story. Like it's not even like elaborate or anything else, but I mean it's my truth, you know, and that's how it is. Um, to anybody that is listening, if you are in the closet and have not come out, don't let anybody force you out. That's one thing I can say to you. Do not let anybody force you out. If you're not ready to come out, do not do it. Uh however, 
I do want to say that it is stuffy in there, honey. It's real stuffy in the closet. The air is fine out here. <laughs> but seriously, do it. Um, do it when you're ready. Come out when you're ready. Um, because the reality of it is everybody's not going to be okay with it, you know, and you have to mentally be okay with yourself to, um, pretty much deal with that because you'll probably deal with some negativity. Um, it's, it's the cruel nature of this world, you know, but if, as long as you're okay with yourself and you love yourself, everything will be great. Everything will work out fine, but come out when you're ready. And if you just need somebody to talk to, um, you know, about something that you're feeling about, uh, you know, families or, you know, just need a safe place, uh, please don't hesitate to reach out to me, uh, project.lgbtq at gmail.com, or um, you can find me, proj.lgbtq on uh, Instagram, and just, you know, hit me in a DM or whatever. Just, you know, let me know you need to talk. I am here. Um, if anybody wants to talk about anything, if anybody just needs an ear, um, I'm here. You know, I have uh, spoken to a few of you that have reached out and I hope that I've helped you um, in any way that I could possibly help you, uh, you know, be okay. So um, there are some things that are going to be going on with Project LGBTQ, y'all, and it's going to be dope, but I can't really disclose the information because we have not um, laid out pretty much all the details, but I'm telling y'all, it's going to be dope, for real, for real dope. So please make sure y'all jumping on board with me because I don't want y'all to miss this. Do not miss it. And I'm so excited about it. Oh my gosh, it's, I can't wait to tell y'all. I can't wait to tell y'all. Um. But for everybody else, you know, just thank you for sticking with me. I appreciate you. Um, if it's anything that you want to talk about, anything that you want me to talk about, any questions that you have for me, please make sure you email project.lgbtq at gmail.com. Let me know what you want to talk about. Let me know what you want me to talk about. Let me know whatever you want to let me know. You know, I'm here. Um... I love y'all, man. For real, I do. And and thank you for rocking with me. Like I said to all of you that have donated, um, thank you so very, very much. You have uh, definitely helped tremendously, which is why I'm so excited about this first event. Because of you guys, you are making it happen. Oh, my gosh. Soon as, as soon, as soon as we finalize this stuff, the projectors, y'all are going to know what's up i swear it i swear it and you're gonna love it and i hope that all of you guys will be able to make it um tell a friend to tell a friend it's gonna be dope anyway if you would like to um purchase any merchandise or donate or anything please just go to my instagram and you'll see what i got see what i'm working with but I love y'all. Um, I hope that everybody had an amazing Pride Month. Uh, shout out to Chicago. 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 Um, I had so much fun. So much fun for Pride. Not only just for um, 
not only just for the parade, which did rain, it rained really bad, which I mean, it's fine, whatever, but it did rain really bad. Um, we got stormed on, but it's all good. You know what I'm saying? We still had fun. So, uh, shout out to Chicago, shout out to pure passion, Chicago, uh, K star, you did your thing, man. We had an all white yacht party, uh, for the women and it was dope. So if you know anything, if you're in Chicago, check out pure passion, Chicago, she's going to have a lot of different, uh, things coming up, a lot of different events, a lot of different parties. Uh, she was just talking about having a, a barbecue, a LGBTQ meet and greet. Um, if you are in the Chicago area, she's dope. Check out K star. Shout out to UK star. Um, yeah. So just hit me up and, uh, thank you all for listening. I love you guys. I love you. I love you. I love you to death. So, uh, make sure you always remember to love the life you live and live the life you love. Peace. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.